I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. So how's it going, Ben? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good. So let's. I guess let's just jump right into this. Uh, how has this last week been for you? Let's go. Um, it's been a busy week in my day job, but uh, I got a lot of stuff done with Narrower. I uh, made it to 75 plus signups for the closed beta right now, which is pretty impressive. Um, nice. I started the last couple of features today, um, added the bookmarking features and also um, that you can basically recommend stuff to other people and almost done with that. So I think I might actually roll out the first invites this weekend. So what do you mean done with like the last, almost the last <laughs> features? Yeah, last features of like the launch. Yeah, basically the last features be before I really want to send out the first invites. I basically set myself the goal to finish those two and then just out with the emails. Oh yeah, those are almost done now. Pretty exciting. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So let's see. Maybe it'd be good if you take a little step back and told us a little bit more, like what narrower is, like why you started it. Um, just so we all kind of have a good context for what you're doing this week. Yeah, this that's a good week. idea. So Nero basically started um, not being very satisfied with what's out there in terms of social media. I don't like having all the noise on Twitter. I don't like Facebook in general. So uh, I kind of wanted a place yeah. where you can discover great content without, uh, without any bad business practice like showing ads or selling data. And um, basically cutting through the noise of social media today. Um, and um, I also, back a few years, discovered this platform called this.cm, uh, which was built by Andrew Golas. And it, it kind of failed. They didn't have a real business model, I guess. I think they even went through Y Combinator with it. Oh. Um, and they had this, this constraint of letting people just share one link a day. And I really liked that. And I thought, why not give it a second try? Um, so I came up with NarrowUp basically made the focus about people a little more and um, I'm kind of gambling on people being willing to pay a little amount of money to to basically discover one great link from their from the closed circle plus added the the feature of discovering people outside your circle um, through topics so you can basically just say mm -hmm. yeah I'm looking into I don't know technology or lifestyle and uh, basically get a couple of links from those um, and also giving the person, um, the, the user basically, the option to, to decide how many links from those topics they want to get each day. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool for sure. So what was, I'm just curious, like what was like the first thing that you did when you had this idea that you decided that you wanted to do this? Like there's so many things I'm sure like that you could do <laughs> when starting like a new <laughs> business. So, like how do you choose what to do like what's the first thing i mean actually the first thing i did was probably not start building it but talk about it with a couple of friends who <laughs> who i had the yeah. feeling might like the idea or maybe even not like the idea um mm -hmm. but that was that was some valuable feedback there because most of them they just shared the problem like they they use twitter and follow more than 100 accounts and yeah they just <laughs> just like i said they uh I don't like the noise that it's generating, all the cat videos between the good content. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the first good idea, I guess. And then I basically just 
dove right into it, um, made a plan of what features were absolutely necessary to get this thing off the ground. Basically, you, you kind of need a feed, right? So you can you can actually show people the, the content they, they want to get from other people. Mm -hmm. Probably need a profile page. You might want to show how many followers you have or people who you are following. Um, yeah. Yeah, basically taking a little bit of inspiration from Twitter and what's already out there. Um, but apart from that, I didn't do much research, I have to admit. So <laughs> this is kind of an interesting thing right now because this might still fail. Um, yeah. Kind of interested <laughs> to see how this goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, that's, I guess, why you're launching it as fast as possible, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, how long did you, how long did you, yeah, how long ago did you start working on it? Did it take you to build this first version that you're about to launch? So starting January 2019, I took one day off from work every week, um, every Friday, basically. And um, I started building a different product, which is still to come. And so uh, I think Nero in general or, or overall took like three months to build, given I only spent the Fridays. Um, yeah, that, that could be right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty fast. That's pretty good. Like, hopefully you'll have, and, and during that, time, that three months, like you haven't really shown it to anyone other than like that first talking to people. Yeah, absolutely. And then basically just, I think it's just two weeks ago, I put out the put out the page and got some first feedback. I basically asked a couple of people I know on Slack how, how they think the design is coming through. And then just put it out on Twitter, got the word out a little bit more, made a made an upcoming page on Product Hunt that got some people to the page. Yeah. And yeah, basically getting the first traction right now. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. That's always fun to get the first people of something. Mm -hmm. I do wonder, maybe we should dive deeper into kind of like the launching or like knowing when to get feedback. Cause I, and maybe, I, I don't know, do you think it's different for every project? Like when you should be talking to start talking to users, like in between building it and launching it, like, what do you think? Oh, that's a tough question. I think because I think most people would argue that I took the wrong approach by just building it instead of validating it first. I mean, I could have just put up a single, uh, you know, those one page things that people tend to do, like just collecting email addresses for the idea you have instead of just building it and having something to show up front, right? So that's, yeah. that might, might be time wasted, but I feel that if you really want people to experience it or if you, get the, you give them the chance to experience that, um, that might actually benefit you in the long run or even in the beginning because, yeah, you know, sometimes it's very abstract to just think, oh, so it's like Twitter, but you only get to share one, one link a day. But it's not exactly like that. It's a little bit different. And um, I think I think it's worth uh, the upfront cost of, of spending the time developing it um, just so you can get it in front of people right away. Also, what, yeah. I, what I feel is... is Huge problem with, with that kind of application is that you get this this chicken and egg problem. As I already said the last time we talked, you, you need to attract users to create content and you need create content to attract users. Yeah. Um, so making this this private beta is I think a really good way of um, of approaching that because you first of all you get a lot of people that you already know. Um, I'm sending out those invites personally, so it's not automated, and I can I can literally just tell them, "Have you ever thought about how it's like to be the first 
couple users on Twitter because um, when, when mm -hmm. we, most of us uh, joined Twitter, there were already a couple thousand people using it, right? But for the first, let's say, 10 to 100 people, that must have been, must have been a pretty different experience. So yeah, I think yeah, it's, that's true. it's cool if you can just um, sh show the people something um, that's already working. Uh, you can already get feedback on that. But of course, the other point is also very true that um, I'm, sp I'm basically spending time up front not knowing if, if what I'm building is really going to be a success or not. However, I don't think uh, a landing page would have changed that because I still needed to invest the time right before I could really talk to it um, talk to users about it yeah like i'm thinking if you made one of those simple landing pages where it's just like give us you know give us your email if you like this idea this is like the abstract version of this is the idea mm -hmm. it's like what does that really tell you so maybe you get some people signing up um maybe you get you know 25 50 people it's like how do you how do you valid or know like what that number means? Like it, I'm trying to think like how else you can really use that to be like, okay, this idea has something that I should keep going on. Yeah, that's true. And I think um, having built the product and seeing people actually using it and posting links each day, that's a bigger validation than just collecting email addresses. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, Obviously, yeah, there's more work that you had to put in and it takes more time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like with some of these things that we try to do for like new businesses to like validate ideas, at least for me, when I've tried to do them, I seem to always just go farther. Like <laughs> if if that first landing page, they were using that as like the way you validated, like if it didn't do well or something and maybe I only got like five people you can so easily put in your mind like oh I just didn't send that out right or people just didn't really see the whole idea because they couldn't actually try it and it just wasn't the whole thing so it's like it's just there's so many variables it's like hard to know why that didn't do well or did do well yeah I completely agree <laughs> so hard to tell yeah because because, yeah, I mean, obviously doing what you did and building it out more, um, like you you can hopefully see more, you can, you can get more data, you can learn more from it. But, I mean, obviously, if we can, like the, the more that we can validate something earlier and kind of have an idea earlier, just not even on other ideas or other... Uh, decisions that you're going to make within narrower like the faster we can do that the better so it's just like how to balance that and how to know how to do that faster i don't know it's i think it's hard <laughs> so that's interesting though that's that's pretty exciting stuff so you feel like it's been going well so far yeah i mean i'm one thing that i'm that i'm a little I don't know how to think about it is that I literally don't use any tracking tools on the site, which is a feature in my opinion, because I don't want users to be tracked. Um, but that mm. also means I don't know where they are coming from, right? So I saw yesterday, I set up a Google alert and I saw yesterday that it was posted to designer news, um, webdesignernews.com and got like 90 upvotes, 
which is great. Oh, wow. <laughs> but awesome. I don't know. Yeah, but I just don't know how many people actually came from there. And I would, I think that would be very interesting to know, right? Um, also, right. how much, how much the the reaching out on Twitter actually meant in terms of signups for the beta. That would be pretty nice to know, but at the same time, I'm I'm kind of okay with it because I see that the um, that the invites are going up. So, does it really matter where they are coming from, or should I just be happy that they are coming, right? Right. So, are you kind of against the idea of tracking that, or, or like knowing where people are coming from? No, not in general. And I think if it was not for Billy Narrow, I'd probably start tracking the users right away. Uh, it's just that I felt that um, I kind of wanted to put a lot of my values in the product and that said, I don't want to track people, I don't want to show ads and yeah, just trying to stay clear of all the all the bad practices that are going on in other different uh, other social networks. Um, yeah. Yeah, that includes tracking for me right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I definitely, <clears throat> I liked how, like on your landing pages, like how you really kind of hit that uh, topic pretty hard, hit that idea hard that like you're not wanting to do that. Like, I, th I think, I mean, definitely right now there's a big kind of push against that kind of stuff with just everything yeah. that's gone on with like the big tech companies and stuff. And so, I don't know, I, I think pe that does stand out to people when products do that, where they go on the side of like, hey, we're going to put your interests forward as the best thing and, and the most important thing and we're not gonna you know track you and do all this stuff that everyone else is doing <laughs> yeah i mean best thing that could happen is that people feel like they are safe using Nero, basically sitting on a table with their friends and just asking what great content did you discover today <laughs> that's the feeling they get i've i'm basically i've got mission accomplished right there <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool hmm so what's so you, you said you, you talked about you have a day job uh what's uh -huh. what's it look like for you like this last week what did it look like for you to be able to spend time on narrower um so basically didn't spend too much time on narrower until today <laughs> which is friday the one day that i don't work my day job um uh -huh. and within my day job it's pretty stressful right now um got three deadlines in two weeks uh, rather big clients and um yeah that's a lot of a lot of things at once right now <laughs> yeah i'm sure that definitely probably makes things hard yeah it's, it's kind of hard to juggle the the stress that you basically take home from work and then still be motivated to um work on your side projects because you know at the end of the day you also need to rest at some point and it's not making any money right now oh mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> gotta keep an eye on that yeah for sure we'll see that so every, that all sounds good. That's exciting. I'm I'm hoping that, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about what what you're going to be doing and hearing what you're week to week. Hopefully, everyone else as well. It's definitely some interesting stuff. Building a new product, getting started on narrower. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So what's been going on on your side? Yeah. Um, let's see. There's been a lot of change for me recently so i'm trying to figure out where i should start <laughs> um so i'm a co-founder of a startup called coffee pass and so uh we've been working on that for um 
about a year and a half now, a little over a year and a half. Um, and so Coffee Pass, what it is, is it's a platform for independent coffee shops um, that allows them to offer order head services. So local shops, um, we, we have an app that their customers can use. They can get on the app, find different local shops near them, and then they can order and they just show up to the coffee shops and their coffee is like ready to go. So it's kind of like a convenience thing. Um, it's, you know, it's really similar to, there's, there's like some big chains that do something similar, like Starbucks over here and a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. There's, I mean, all all the big chains are kind of doing this kind of thing now where you can order ahead. Um, and so basically we're, we're trying to partner with local shops that they can give that same experience. And so Uh that's been, yeah, that's been quite a ride. It's been a lot of fun building that. Um, this last year and a half, um, I have a co-founder and then we had two interns the last couple months. Um, and we haven't really raised any money, um, except, so we just raised a tiny bit of money. We were looking at raising some more money, um, cause both me and my co-founder are full time on this and we needed more money just kind of to keep going with uh growing the number of shops we had uh we have like 16 shops currently um but basically we made some really big decisions this last couple weeks where we decided that we didn't want to put we didn't really want to keep going full-time on coffee pass we kind of just seeing like some indicators that we weren't liking um mainly with like our revenue that we could make um, where just like per shop, we would have to put a lot of effort into getting a shop up and running, but the amount of revenue we could make per shop just wasn't very high. Um, And we knew this was kind of a problem for a while, Um, but we, we just kept trying, pushing further, trying to see if we could do something that could make that change. And it just wasn't really happening. Um, and so eventually like we kind of just we're just seeing that like it, it doesn't really not that it's not possible like i i think maybe this could happen in the future but just maybe it's not like the right timing for this maybe uh-huh. because because um it's like coffee shops really like it the customers really like it but the problem is the margins in coffee shops are like really small which uh-huh made our margins really small because we we just couldn't like charge that much and so basically we we just weren't making a ton of money off of each order we would make a tiny percentage off of that that we would charge the shop and so yeah just a lot of things weren't making sense and then on top of that like we needed to raise money so it was just it didn't feel good to like you know we were talking to some investors but that were interested but it just didn't make sense to like okay things are looking really not amazing right now. And then we're going to go raise a lot of money on top of that, which means they're even more. So this has to work. And so it really <laughs> makes it like kind of a hit a home run or nothing yeah. kind of thing. And so I, we just weren't really liking where that is. And so, yes, yeah, so, but just recently we basically decided that we're going to move away from coffee pass see if we can sell it to either like a competitor, just sell the shops we have, sell what we've built so far, 
sell it to either like a competitor or like a, a roaster that could utilize it as some kind of perk of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the it's still live. Like people are still using it now, um, but we kind of took away our attention from it. So we're not both like full time on it. We're not really adding anything or changing anything, changing any features or anything. So that's kind of where we're at with that. So I'm kind of interested when you decided to basically sunset the product, were you like both on the same page at the same time? Or like, did you, did one of you still believe in the product and wanted to keep going? Because that might be a pretty, pretty tough spot to be in, right? Yeah, that would be tough, especially with both of us having to be on the same page. So, I mean, me and my co-founder had talks about it for like the last couple of months, like the last like three to four months, we kind of like we've been having like bad feelings about this, just where mm-hmm. things were going. Like it seemed like the more and more we worked on the product, the more it felt like this is going to be really hard to make this work. <laughs> like oh, okay. we were just starting <laughs> to see the signs of like, well, that's not good. And and like the market seemed less, we, we we like found out like the market um, with like new data was smaller, like there was less shops than we thought there might've been. So like that was one thing. And then there was, um, we, we talked to like shops and we we're starting to get this idea that there's a, there's a small percentage, well, a percentage that's growing of coffee shops that we were trying to sell to that we were just learning weren't really interested in convenience. Like there's some local shops that like convenience is kind of like the opposite of what they care about. Like they're kind of like <laughs> anti convenient. They just want like people to be there in person and like yeah, very yeah. personable. And it's like, we, we, we knew that there was definitely going to be some shops like that, but it just seemed like the more we went, the more that seemed to be like, okay, that's, that's definitely a thing. So like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, basically we were both pretty on the same page. Like we had multiple talks about it the last couple months and basically it came down to when we had an advisor talked that we basically shared our concerns with and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely seeing some of the same things you are. So then that kind of helped to have like an advisor and a third uh-huh. person kind of be there. So then that, yeah, so we were able to kind of make the decision together and kind of both, yeah, decide yeah, it wasn't right. That sounds sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So, so another thing I'm interested in is uh, you said you had the first talks with investors. Um, just just a little curious there. How that how did that go? And um, yeah, because you already knew that the situation was not not ideal. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so like when we talked. We started talking to investors like four months ago ish. So, well, maybe a little less than that, but basically we were talking to them before we had a lot of the concerns that we had now. So like we had already started like these conversations of like, okay, we're going to take some money. We're talking to these investors. They're interested. And then right after we started those talks, then we started to see these bad signs. Um, okay <laughs> so that didn't go great together and then we kind of because of that we kind of drew things out like we didn't you know just take investment right away and just you know they were still interested but we weren't like necessarily keeping up talking with them the whole time um 
And so, yeah, then once we made that decision, we just let them know, like, hey, we decided we're not going to keep going strong with this and uh, we're not going to need your investment anymore. So, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Yeah, so in the end, the timing wasn't that awful, right? Because <laughs> you hadn't taken any outside money yet and could just make the decision. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, it really happened in the at a pretty, pretty good timing. Like we got to push it as far as we could. I mean, I, yeah, I'm really glad we did it. Like I, I wouldn't take any of the time back. Like I learned so much in trying to build a product and, and kind of launch a startup. And I mean, not just launch, like we actually had lots of users using it. And so it was great. Um, obviously it didn't necessarily turn out exactly how we were hoping, but, <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that happens. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just feel confident, a lot more confident that the next thing that I do will have, I guess, just a, a lot better chance because of all the things we were able to learn doing yeah. this. So it was yeah, good. Yeah, there's so much you've learned probably. And talking about the next thing, is there anything you can say about that already? Yeah, so um, basically the plan is I'm probably going to get a job, um, go, go back to having a job full time. And so I've been, a lot of my time recently has been working on preparing for like technical interviews and stuff. Um, so I've been doing that, but I am thinking about the next thing. So like kind of the plan is have a job full time, but then hopefully start something on the side, kind of like what you're doing. I, I think that's just a lot safer, um, especially when like you're starting something new, a new idea that like you have no idea if it has any validity. Yeah. And and like at least in that environment of having a full time job, like financially you're taken care of, and then you can you can try things more. Where if I just decide like okay, I'm gonna try something full time right now, like it would put so much pressure on it. Yeah. Plus, you're, losing, um, you're, you're basically losing the safety net by just going full-time, right? <laughs> right. And so then I think when you do that, there's there's so much pressure on it that it's like, okay, I have to rush this to make this work and I have to make it happen fast. And I think that can probably kill a lot of ideas that are maybe unstable. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah, so the plan is to do that and then... So I have some ideas. Um, one idea is actually just like a really small thing, which I kind of like that, that the idea of doing something small, at least first as well. Um, Cause like coffee pass was kind of like a big undertaking. Like we had to build a lot of things just to get it going and, and to make it to where we could really figure out if this could work. So I, and so since just coming off of something like that, like I kind of like the idea of doing a smaller project where it's like I could build this, you know, maybe in a week or two and just like test it out. Kind of like what you're doing, like just ship it, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I get um, that. So the first idea, and, and actually the other reason I like that is if it, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can move to the next thing pretty quickly. And so it's kind of like just a, a way to just start trying different ideas, see what sticks kind of see what you like. Yeah. Like, like I almost need to kind of figure out like what kind of business I want to do, like what kind of thing I'm really interested in or passionate about. So I think just trying little things can help me kind of figure that out too. 
I think it's also a good way to look at it in general because you don't you don't get attached to it that much if you if you just plan on you know like if if it doesn't work out I'll just do the next thing, which means you're not getting attached so much unless it works out obviously, and that and that might make it easier to sunset if you see that it's just not working out. <laughs> right. So yeah, I like the like the idea of thinking that way. Yeah. So the first little idea that I'm gonna try I'm actually doing with my co-founder from Coffee Pass we're going to build something in 24 hours and we're going to live stream it on twitch mm -hmm. there's some there's then some i don't know if you've seen anyone do something like that yeah, there's been some people, a couple of people yeah 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 there's been some people that's been doing this in the last year or so and i it's it looked like it was kind of fun when they did it and looked kind of cool able to build some hype around it um so i thought that was cool and so we're gonna just build a little thing in 24 hours, and um, it's actually called. Well, we have the domain name. It's called Snooze You Lose. So, <laughs> okay, so actually, I like that. I like that. <laughs> you could, if you navigate to snoozeyoulose.io um, right now, you can see we just threw up something, um, just so you can, I don't know, see what you think of it. But it. basically we're not really saying much about what it is. All we're saying is that it's a product that will help you be more productive in the morning. Oh, you got to give me that domain name again. <laughs> uh, snooze you lose. Okay. Dot okay. IO. Yeah. And I mean, I can send it to you too, but, uh, so yeah, it's just a little, just a little landing page, kind of like what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were talking about doing. Um, basically, well, what we're doing with this is trying to build a little bit of hype. Like, can we get some people to start being just interested in the hype? Because, I mean, we're not even really saying much about what it is. We're yeah. just trying to get some people to be interested so that we can just get more people following it. And then once we do actually launch it in the 24 hours, we'll have maybe some people to uh, check it out. So... Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the plan, and so we'll see how that goes. Ugh, now you got me interesting, and I won't know until <laughs> everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we're running out of time, so <laughs> I'll have to we'll have to talk about that maybe next time. It'll be perfect, right? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, this will be fun. Um, yeah, unless you have anything else, I don't. I, I don't know really how we end these things. This is the first time, so I think we'll just end this one right now, and then we figure out how we end the next one. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So see you next week. <laughs>